2: Time for another feature interview here on Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. Joining me right now is the CEO of a company that is a quote-unquote cultivation-to-consumption cannabis lifestyle brand offering a line of high-quality products to grow, store, prep, and consume hemp flower and cannabis products. And joining me right now is the CEO of Green Goddess Supply, Eric Robichaud. Eric, thanks for being with us.
0: Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
2: Absolutely. So I wanted to get into some of the areas where we've had some guests on here on Cannabis Radio that have talked about some of the, uh, when it comes to furnishings for your home that will encompass and and will integrate, you know, your love for the plant and what you're looking to do. And one of the things I noticed real off the bat is the creation of, (laughs) it's like something out of, let's see, on a Price is Right episode, you know, a showcase, uh, right? Uh, A armoire. And you're building what right. is said to be a better home grow cabinet. So you have an armoire that you have that's an heirloom furniture-inspired look, child-proof lock, ergonomic design, and even your most judgmental or disapproving aunt would not suspect that you are growing cannabis in your living room, home office, or den. So the idea is it's decorative, and it is serving as a space for you to go ahead and grow and harvest.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So there were several motivations behind developing this product. Um, the first and foremost, where we it all started was something easy to use. Uh, if, if you know anything about growing cannabis in tents, um, it is complicated. It's very complicated. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, people have, uh, you know, typically the way it's done is we've taken the outdoor process and directly replicated it step-by-step indoors. So we're trying to um, exactly replicate that process and it gets really complicated with the watering. It's overwatered, it's underwatered, it's um, uh, too much nitrogen, not enough magnesium, all the different nutrient levels, feedings, -feedings, overfeedings, underfeedings, and you have to get it all right over a period of, you know, five months, six months outdoor. It grows, you know, from, from the fall right through to, I mean, from the spring, right through to the fall. Um, Indoors, we've shortened it a little bit, but it's still like a five, six month process. And um, uh, Vincent, my business partner was getting calls from friends saying, hey, can you teach me? I just wanna grow one plant, just for personal use. I mean, I'm not trying to sell it. I mean, it's not not a black market thing. I'm not trying to make money on it, or you know, I'm not trying to be a new cultivator. I just want it for personal use. One plant is fine. Um, Can you teach me to grow? And Vincent would roll his eyes because like, it's a whole other thing. It's all the soils and and pest control. Mm -hmm. and, And it's just, it's complicated. So we started thinking about a, a way to simplify this process. So that was kind, kind of the, the initial genesis behind the whole concept is how do we make this simple? Um, and then we looked at things like ergonomic design. Um, the, the way this is designed, it is up on legs. And um, I don't know if this will be audio only or if you'll have video, but I'll show photo well, here. Let's just give um, you
2: a little bit. Of, let me paint a picture for the audience. Yeah. So you're having it it's measuring over four feet tall, two feet wide, yeah and the idea is that you're able to go ahead and grow three to five ounces of dried handcrafted flour in as little as 60 days and it takes Correct. about two minutes or so to care and you're it's available in three finishes black cherry and black cherry and barn board Correct. so the idea is um now for that size you do need something significant to kind of you know have that there in the home if you're looking to do it so i mean it does take a little you I mean you definitely want to have a little bit of space for it. It's so but it's not it's being four foot, obviously it's a large kind of a I almost think like a home entertainment center, but it's like I say an armoire, so something more that's still narrow, but a bit tall. Right. Um so in the ergonomic design, the size for building it so that you can have it encompass, is there anything else you could put in there? Or is it just solely for you're opening up your plants harvested, and, and it needs that large space. You're just creating it something more decorative and just much more conspicuous, right? Right, inconspicuous, yeah, exactly. Inconspicuous. Much more
0: just, dis, yeah, discreet. Um, it's it's a, a stealth grow system. Stealth box grow box um, is is another big feature. Um, so we designed it because it's up on on four inch feet. Um, it's got legs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like an armoire. It has legs, um, so it. It's, it's but that's all part of the design so that you can pull up a chair and work on it. We have um, a lot of 55 plus uh, customers, um, and uh, you can just pull up a chair and work on it. So it's got a nice ergonomic design. We designed it to look like furniture, it's not furniture, but it's furniture. We call it furniture inspired, um, and that's part of the stealth and discrete aspect of it. Um, it just like I'm in Massachusetts, it's perfectly legal, but I don't want I don't. First of all, I don't want a big, noisy, ugly, huge grow tent in the middle of my living room. You know, where, where are you going to stick that? So now you're looking at a, you know, up in attics or down in basements or in garages. If you're in an apartment, where are you sticking a grow tent? You're not. Um, this. And I've also seen a, where they've had move.
2: like there've been some devices, but they were put in the garage, and you put it into like a, it's almost like a refrigerator-looking type of structure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so there are others that are like that industrial refrigerator looking thing um, that has a whole host of other issues you stick sticking them out. With that. And we do have some people that put the armors out in the garage. Um, we do have some people doing that. Uh, most people it's in the home. It is designed to be right in the home and looking conspicuous and no smell and, um, and so forth. Um, you know, we, we like keeping them out of, out of the garage because that, introduces a whole other thing with oh, sure. and stuff and, and, and just all kinds of other environmental issues when it's outdoors, you have wide swings and humidity and, and, and uh, all, all, you know, temperature and all kinds of stuff. So, um, and with ours, it's not an industrial refrigerator looking thing. Um, you don't need to pipe in plumbing. Um, and that's a, that's a key too. a lot of these, uh, all those industrial refrigerator looking things, most of them you have, Lock, vendor lock-in, first of all, because you have to get your nutrient packs. It's it's they're designed like um, inkjet printers. Yeah. You know, you buy a an HP inkjet printer, and now you have to buy the HP compatible inkjet modules for the rest of your life. Um, you know, or the same thing. You buy a Canon, now you have to get the Canon, you know, uh, or Epson compatible cartridges. They sell all the nutrient packs and stuff, and you have to get them from them. And that's been a problem, um, you know, I'm not trying to beat, beat up on these guys, but that has been a problem because some of them have gone out of business and now those customers are, are in trouble. Um, yeah. So with us, we are a soil-based um, solution. And if you look at things like high times um, with the height, you know, they're, they're different cups and stuff. Um, the, uh, they will only uh, take submissions that are grown in soil. A lot of people think that there's, you can tell the difference and that it's a higher quality product grown in soil. So ours is a simplified process. Basically, what we've done is we've created something that's super simple. We completely reinvented the whole process for growing. And and essentially, uh, because we control the environment, we've been able to greatly simplify this down to as much if you really don't want to roll up the sleeves at all. It can be as simple as just water it once a day like houseplant. Um, And we turn a plant every 60 days or so. Yeah. Um, I tend to get five or six ounces per grow, um, but we say, you know, three to five is, is pretty average. Quarter pound is pretty average. Um, but we have people pulling half pounds out of their plants in like 60, 70 days.
2: Wow. Yeah. I can see, the, I can see where the concept comes from. Having an indoor setup, decorative, it's not, it'll blend in with the rest of furnishings and just the way you set up your home when you're putting it all together. I can see definitely the appeal of that and what it works, especially for if, if you're in a colder climate. You know, for some people right now, for recording, it's snowing outside. It might be quite chilly outside. And the continue to have to go outside, either to a garage or outside to the yard, it's not conducive for a lot of different environments.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I grow, I grow year-round. I have two of them. I started out with one for the, for the first year or so, and then I put in a second one. I've got two of them going. Um, I also own the company. I'm doing a lot of R&D and testing and playing mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, I've got two of them in my living room going. I have them on a half cycle so that as one's just hitting flower, the other, the other one's done and I plant a new seed. And when that one gets to flower, the other one's done. And so every every month I'm harvesting a plant. Um, and, um, you know, I grow year round. Um, so I'm not dependent upon the outside weather. And I'd say 95% of our customers are first timers who've never grown before. They basically, um, and, and about 80% of our customers are either health-challenged or health-conscious. So they want the clean organic herb, no pesticides, no molds. They want clean. They want to be able to grow the specific strains that they want and do it at home. They don't want to have to get a PhD in botany to figure it out. So yeah. this is a nice, simple solution for the average uh, consumer.
2: And that's a lot of things where people are just saying the fact that they can go and do a home grow from home. And to try to make it ease. And again, it's you make mention of how you just follow the instructions. You can't underwater right. overwater. You can definitely get it done right. And that's not the only thing you make that's basically wood-based. You also have boxes and trays, you have dugouts, and a number of different products on the website, GreenGoddessSupply.com, Just as one word. Uh, while we're I'm sending listeners over to the website, go ahead and Give us a little bit of highlight besides the armoire, some of the other products you have that are being featured, also CBD and hemp products you have as well. Take us through what you have.
0: Sure, absolutely. So we consider ourselves a uh, cultivation through consumption lifestyle brand. So it's everything from, obviously, with the armoire. Now you can go from seed to grow your own plant. But then once you're done with the plant, uh, we have about 300 SKUs at our website of uh, consumption products. So tools to then store it, grind it, roll it, and smoke it. So, we have a whole line of uh, good um, price point um, glass. They're all really good quality, thick, heady glass um, at reasonable prices. Uh, we have um, uh, really, it, it, and our focus has been on quality, not just having a lot of products, but they're really high quality products. So, if you buy a grinder from us, for example, it's a top end grinder. And then when you're looking for a rolling tray or you're looking for other products, um, you know, you, you can rest assured that based on the quality, is, it's gonna be a good quality product. Um, so we have roll, like, like really nice bamboo rolling trays. We've got um, uh, sifter boxes are very popular, Keef sifters. So a Keef sifter box, Some uh, a lot of people have never seen them, don't know what they are, uh, but it, it is a very popular uh, product line for us. Um, what it is, it doubles as a sifter to get your Keef in the bottom, kind of like grinders. A lot of grinders will like a four part grinder will have the screen, and you capture keef in the bottom. So it has a screen like that, and then the top chamber is uh, is a storage chamber. So you can grind up, you know, a, a quarter pound, a half. I mean, a quarter ounce, a half ounce. Uh, you know, different. We have different size boxes, so up up to a full ounce. Um, and it's and it stores is it. your stash box so instead of a jar or or you know a bag or something. You grind up your 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 bud, and you stick it in the sifter box, and you get keef. You collect keef in the bottom. Um, and it's your storage box on the top, but it's nice. It's classy. They're like, we have bamboo and we have uh, a, a walnut finish. So like I, I use the mini bamboo. I just keep it right on my coffee table. It's totally discreet. If someone comes in here and they're, they're, you know, like stigma they're not really a weed. Bee, it doesn't matter. They don't really see anything. I just have a little bamboo box on my coffee table. But when I open it up, there's, there's my, uh, there's my flower.
2: Fantastic. So uh, that's it. Let's go ahead and, Again, send people over to the website com. And finally, I also want to just make mention of uh, interesting where you're there based in Massachusetts, where you are, where we have been following all the changes there with medical and adult use uh, legalization being rolled out in the state. Uh, one of the other things you do is you connect it together and you have a section of Canon Networking or the Canon Network. And Absolutely. it originally started within Massachusetts near the Rhode Island border. And right now you have a virtual Zoom platform, more than 45 cannabis-related professionals around the country. You meet on Tuesdays, and you have attorneys, accountants, HR benefits people, power consultants, real estate, marketing professionals, dispensaries, cultivators, kitchens, and more talking about this Canada Network. And uh, for those that might want to be able to go and interact, obviously, you know, we are working ourselves out of a pandemic. A lot of people are probably getting affected right now with you know, either the Omicron or the Delta strain of the uh, COVID-19 uh, and you know the virus, I even got it myself and now it's passed along. Hopefully we're getting immune. But, you know, people still want to be able to connect if you're kind of from a far distance. Get back to, you know, get onto a Zoom call and connect and really, you know, connect as you can where you can't do it in person as much or there's just the people you want to access to. Talk to me about the Canon networking stuff.
0: Sure, Absolutely. <clears throat> and I'll mention that we have other groups starting as well in different regions. Ah. Um, so I'll start off with, with uh, Massachusetts. I started the group about three years ago, back in early t- uh, 2019. And we were meeting locally at a pub. Um, and I call it the Metro West uh, Canon Networking Group because we're in the Metro West, which is the whole region just to the west of Boston, like all the suburbs and stuff around Boston. <clears throat> and um, we would meet at a, at a local pub for lunch on Tuesdays. And, uh, and the goal was, it, it was a, a business referral networking group. So it's not just like a, an after hours, like chamber of commerce after hours thing, go meet some people. Um, this was actually the same people coming back every week um, and working together to build a network and um, um, and grow the industry. So what I wanted to do is the industry was brand new back in 2019. Um, the dispensaries weren't really even open yet. We had a couple medical use open that was you know maybe like eight or nine, um, but you know, that was even prior to the, to the um, uh, adult recreational um, passage. So, the, uh, it took about two years for all the dispensaries to start opening. So, but in those early days, I said, all right, well, let's get all these people talking, networking, working together. Let's build this industry and put together an industry group. So, we have um, uh, all these folks coming in, the dispense, anybody with a retail op or a grow op, Um, Those are considered non-competitive, so we can have as many of those as you want. But then the the business services, um, there's one, they're kind of like seats, so there's like one attorney. We actually have four attorneys in the group, but they have different areas of specialty, like one's just intellectual property, Um, and uh, one's business and contracts, and another one's a public policy uh, person that deals with the CCC, the Cannabis Control Commission uh, in the state. And so we have a group of about 70 professionals, and we get about 25 on average each week, uh, that come in you know this one can't make it this week they're on vacation etc., et etc cetera, et cetera. so out of a pool of about 70 we have about 25 every week um, that come in and what happened was COVID hit we were we were going for one year then COVID hit so we went to zoom and at the time we were thinking you know this is the first two, you know 14 day lockdown and all that right we're thinking all right so we'll just we'll go to zoom just to keep the momentum going for a few weeks and then when everything gets back to normal we'll go back to the pub and here we are two years later uh, and what's happened is it took on a life of its own on zoom and it really grew and the, and the the group got even stronger because we we're pulling in people that might not make the trip to drive they still be in state and they work mm-hmm. in massachusetts but if they're at the other end where it's an hour and a half to get here you know no one's going to spend you know three hours on the road round trip to come for an hour meeting and all that. it's just right. not going to happen but now they'll pop in with zoom you know so um, so the group strengthened and then we had people coming in from other states that wanted to join. So we do now have people coming in from Maine, New Hampshire. Uh, we have one that comes in every week from Colorado. They work in the Massachusetts market but they may physically be located out of state. So Zoom has really helped um, and really strengthened the group and the referrals are, are amazing and fabulous. I mean, it's, a, like it's, it's an incredibly valuable group. And to the point where now we had people that wanted to come in, wanted to do this. So we started a group up in the Midwest for uh, Michigan, Illinois, and that, that kind of area um, <clears throat> that we've gotten going. Um, and that was because we had people from different areas that weren't necessarily Massachusetts-based, but they wanted this kind of concept. They liked it. They wanted to come in. Or people that want to come in, but we already have like an insurance group in the in the you know an insurance company in the group, or you know that um, focuses on cannabis, etc. So we create a whole second group for the Midwest, and we're looking at starting up a group for um, in down in Virginia now because Virginia's uh, gone legal, um, and Virginia, Maryland, and you know the whole Mid Atlantic states. So we're creating groups around the country. This is not a um, uh, for me creating these groups, it's not a business model that we do not charge for this. Um, this is all just volunteer power. Um, but it's for the good of the industry and it's for the good of, you know, making the connections and so forth. So now I'm not going to be running all of these, uh, but I've helped because I I know how to do it. And I know the model I've, I've, um, helped get these things off the ground, but like the, the Midwest, um, uh, we have one of the members will take over and run the meetings week to week. Um, I'm just helping get in the Going.
2: Well, let's tell people how they can get involved in those meetings themselves.
0: Sure, absolutely. The best thing to do would be at this point just email myself directly and I'm Eric E-R-I-C at green It's all spelled out. It's a long domain, I know, but it's all spelled out. Um and you do have triple S's in there because you have goddess D E uh, mm-hmm. and then another S for supply. But if you do, if you email Eric at greengus and then just mention the Canon networking groups. Um, and then we can go from there and I can get information out. And like I said, insurance groups, I have six different insurance groups that keep, you know, wanting to get into our group. And, and again, the, 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 concept of referral is that, um, if someone says, Hey, you know, I have a hemp farm and I need, you know, my, my insurance company won't, won't work with hemp, you know? So do you, do you know anybody? Well, in a group, it's, it's, it's not cool if you're like, Oh, all right, well, I've got yeah, like who am I giving? Like if I have three different insurance companies, who am I referring it to? And you don't you don't want it to be a popularity contest. So you have a, so there's only there's one you know insurance provider in the group, and they get mm-hmm. the referrals, you know, et cetera. So uh, so you know, obviously, I can't just say that everyone who wants to come will be in. And it's it's not it's not a uh, I just call it a fanboy thing. It's not for people who just like cannabis or just want to be in the industry or just interest. This is right. if you're in the industry working in the it's a professional business referral.
2: Okay, well we'll keep that in mind. So thank you again for being on with me again, Eric Robichaux, CEO of Green Goddess Supply. Website is GreenGoddessSupply.com. Thanks for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.